This is a Rooster Teeth production. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. I'm Gus. I'm Gab. I'm Blaine. I'm Barbara. And I'm What are you Gus. doing? He's like, keep clapping. He's giving us some audio texture over there. Stop. He just wanted I, to get on camera. No. Oh, he's, he's got his milky <laughs> cam back. He does. Well, if you're if you're going by <laughs> Gustavo, why do you keep introducing yourself? As uh, so it's I've been slowly trying to do it over the course of time. Written down, it's always Gustavo. You all already know me as Gus. The audience already knows me as Gus. So you like it's only when I meet new people I say oh, Gustavo. So you're in not fact, as sensitive if it's like someone who no. already interacts with you calls you Gus. Okay. No, it's fine, totally fine. In fact, I uh, I was uh, at the uh, at the flight school taking a lesson the other day, and uh, like uh, an instructor needed to borrow something, so I handed it to him. He's like, "Oh, we never actually met," and he introduced himself. I'm whatever. I said, "Oh, I'm Gus. I mean, I'm Gustavo." <laughs> like, oh, it's, I still I still do it all the time. He gave me a look. I was like, "Yeah, sorry." Have you guys ever introduced? I mean, Blaine, you can't really shorten that in any way. But like, ha- do you ever introduce yourself as a Gav, or is it always Gavin? I feel like I say Gavin, and everyone always asks me like, "Do you prefer Gav or Gavin?" Yeah. And I just never have an answer for that. I, I, was like, I, don't I really know, don't mind. I don't know how to tell someone that because I get asked that a lot. Like, do you prefer Barb or, or Babs or anything? Mm. I'm, I don't know how to say I don't give a shit yeah. in a nice way. Say, oh, whatever you want. I'm fine with all. <laughs> yeah, I'm usually just like, call me whatever. Yeah. Whatever you want. So you don't give a shit if I call you Gustavo or Gus? No. What you if I call say, you Gas? Ooh. Well, that's not me. I'd be like, who are <laughs> <laughs> you talking to? That's not me. Completely different name. <laughs> Man, I, uh, speaking of uh, flight school, I had, I had asked you to be here, Blaine today because today was the day i was going to show you my pilot license oh really because i was supposed to take my test yesterday uh-huh. and get it but the plane was broken no i went i went out there like you need there's one light on the plane that needs to be on out of all of the lights for daytime flight and it was burned out is it just no. the bulb i don't know it's, it wouldn't come on well, when i would tape like tape your phone with when i would flip on. it on and I'd be like you don't even really need it. It's clear day. It's sunny. You can't yeah. even tell really if that light's on or not. It's like, but I know it's not on, so I can't take the test. I now wow. every time I am like in my backyard looking up in the sky and I see an airplane flying overhead, I always <laughs> think like, I hope their HUDs is like lit up, like their their lights, because I'm sure you talked about it on the podcast, but it's like the ca- the the cabin's just. Black. Black. I, I uploaded a, a a video to my Instagram account showing that it's like mother instructor holding like a red. Flashlight. Looks like fucking like you're about to drop a bunch of dudes into Vietnam or some shit. I definitely thought you were gonna say I just assume it's Gus flying up in the air. That's what I thought you were gonna go say. No, but I did have a moment the other night. I was walking my dog with my girlfriend, and I looked up and I was like, I bet that's Wes and Eric and the guys that are coming over from Celebration. And like, I don't know why I had that instinct, but it was like it just kind of lined up just based on the flight path and everything. And then the next day, I asked, When did you guys fly into Austin? And they told me when they landed, and it perfectly crossed over with the plane that I called out and I think I actually just felt their presence. Could have been. I mean, planes land in Austin like every few minutes, mm. right? It's like nonstop. It's non-stop. You should install a uh, flight radar 24 on your phone. Yeah. You can, you can see what every plane is. I get too burnt by that time that I followed that one guy that was not you and I was like, <laughs> go Gus! Yay! <laughs> Gus texts you, he's like, I'm at home. <laughs> what are, you <laughs> are you allowed to have signals with people on the ground? Like secret signals? What do you mean? Like, if I think you're flying above me, and I flash a red light like three times. Are you allowed to flash a green light back three times or something? Well, like as long as it's not a laser or anything. Yeah. I don't see why not. Or you could just call me. I'd be like, hey, it's Gav. Are you allowed to <laughs> talk on the phone? Yeah, sure, why not? What, what do you mean? I don't do it. Trust me. I put my phone like 
in like uh, Do Not Disturb. So it I doesn't had go off a, or anything. something funny happen during my flights this weekend. I went to a con mm-hmm. um, with Aaron and Kara from mm-hmm. Ruby. Lindsay couldn't make it, unfortunately, but it was just the three of us. And Kara and I were on the same Ruby. flight home. <laughs> we were flying from Indianapolis to Dallas to Austin. And Kara kept looking up. She's She like obsessives, obsesses over like flight status and where's where planes come mm-hmm. from and like she just tracks that stuff insanely um and during the weekend she's like oh i'm looking up like the statistics for this flight and like 25 percent of the time it gets canceled and and 65 of the time it's late and like we had a one-hour connection in dallas yeah. which is always a clusterfuck because sometimes you have to change it could be close complete. or it could be far very far yeah <laughs> Um, and then on Sunday she was like, oh, good news. It's actually the same plane that takes us from Indianapolis to Dallas. Mm. And then we don't even have to like change gates cause it's the same plane that takes us oh. there. And so we deboard when we get to Dallas. And so we're waiting to reboard onto the next flight that takes us to Austin. Same gate and everything. Same gate. Same plane. Yeah. And we were talking about how great it's going and like, we're so lucky it's the same flight cause it ended up being late. And Kara's doing the thing where she's like, oh, but I bet you, I bet you something's going to be wrong. It's, it's taking too long. And I was like, Kara, stop it. Don't jinx it. And she's like, oh, you know, it's going to be like, oh, we, like we need more fuel and it's going to take this long to get the fuel and blah, blah, blah. Sure enough, five minutes later, they come on the thing and they're like, hey, guys, so uh, turns out this plane has an issue with the water. Um, they're going to have to completely drain out everything and <laughs> refill it. Uh, so we don't really know when it's going to uh-huh. board. And I looked at Kara and I went, you fucking jinxed it. <laughs> it's all I your fault somehow. You. And then she's like, oh my god. And we finally changed gates to a different plane that we could take, maybe like 25 minutes later, 30 minutes later. Yeah. And as we're literally going through the checkpoint, she's just like, what if like we get on the plane and like this happens? Oh and I just god. said, Kara, don't talk. No more talking. <laughs> she's like, okay, I won't say anything about the plane anymore, about how like we'll take off late or sit on the runway or blah, blah, blah. And sure enough, there's weather in Austin. So we couldn't take off for like another 30 minutes. Wait, was it this weekend? Yeah. Because you Sunday. had another flight. And I remember you were saying that like you were texting the group because we didn't know if you're going to be in for filming the next day. And like you had to like get a pod yeah. or some like a little baby hotel that they have at the airport. Yeah, that happened a few months ago. I Wait, think a month and a half, two months ago, maybe. Just coming back Shit, from dude. Huntsville. And uh, the flight was so delayed that we were going to miss any flight out of Dallas back to Austin. So I had to stay overnight in Dallas. Ugh. Like uh, at the airport. At the airport. Fuck. I, I opted to rent. So they have like these mini cabins you could rent where you usually use them for naps on like a long layover or something or if mm. you want like a private space. But you could also rent them for like an overnight thing. And I did that. How much was it? It's like 170 bucks, 175. That's not bad. Um, yeah, it was. I wouldn't do it again. No. <laughs> no. It was too cramped. It like, was uh, sketchy as fuck. Yeah. People kept trying to open my door in the middle of the night. And like to use the bathroom, you have to leave the little area that it is uh-huh. to go use the airport or airport bathroom so leaving all your shit in the pod and there's no lock on the door or anything like that nah. from the outside no key cards or anything like that so i mean you are in the airport but so that like, seems like an easy fix why wouldn't they have some way to lock it oh it's clearly like the cheapest thing possible they have one guy there who i think goes and buys the snacks from the airport concessions and brings them into like the little lobby area <laughs> <laughs> It was, uh, it was weird. I was flying back from, so I went to Star Wars Celebration last week, and I was flying Yeet. back, and I, I went a little extra, because I don't have status like you guys do, because I'm assuming you guys are flying all the fucking time. Uh, so I got, I spent some miles on getting into the Admirals Club, and I came on like an empty stomach, and I'm not used to being in the Admirals Club. 
and they had like free shit. Like they got like free soup and they chips. have like yeah, soups yeah. and snacks and little foods and any drinks too. I think I had like seven bowls of <laughs> tomato bisque oh. to the point where my stomach hurt real bad. Was it the, like the cheesy tomato bisque or something? Yeah, like, like gouda that? in it or something. Yeah, I was just like all. the guy next to me must have thought I was like going through something because I I would load up. <laughs> And then just like kept going back and forth, same bowl every time. He was the best. He was the best like miles I've ever spent before. She got like two bowls at a time. I would ah. love, this is going to be the biggest first world problem, but um, I do have access to the Admiral's Club just because of like the credit card I use and also the points and stuff like yeah. that from flying. And after you fly almost every weekend for conventions and stuff like that, I just want them to put like one new snack in there. Is just the like same time? Every, it's, same it's the time? same food. I mean, it's there's like a breakfast food where they have like hard boiled eggs and some other things, fruits and stuff like that. And then in the afternoon, it changes to like the lunch dinner mm-hmm. kind of menu. But it's the same stuff every time. I would pay money for like one or two new options. And aren't they normally, don't they li- prohibit you from bringing in outside food? Um, I haven't noticed that, but I haven't tried. Mm. So They had like tortilla soup, bisque, and then barbecue sliders and i just like <gasps> what drank my weight in bisque you know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I the next day i a took a shit and it was blood red no. and i didn't know if it was oh, because of the what? bisque or my stomach was doing something to me <laughs> you took a bisky shit <laughs> it's also like it's a very orange soup i don't know where the blood red would come i from. don't know either man but i was like that was like normal <laughs> But, yeah. uh, but the next one was nice and brown? Oh, yeah. We're back in Browntown, baby. <laughs> hey. It's all good. Thank you. Thank you. That's another possible title. Blaine Gibson, back in Browntown. Um, I, 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 for the first time and I, since last year, I think, uh, I went and I saw a movie this past weekend. Actually made Top Gun it. Maverick? I went out and I saw Top Gun Fuck Maverick. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. On, Me neither. On Saturday. Dude, it's so fucking good. It is like... You wouldn't expect a sequel to a what thirty-year-old movie? Yeah, man. Well, I don't. Well, I thought Top Gun was shit, so hopefully, I really enjoyed Top Gun too. I thought the first movie was just maybe you had to be there. It, yeah, I felt like it was a very influential movie when it came out. I came out. I was eight years old when that movie came out, and I remember like watching it on VHS, and that's actually what made me start loving planes and aviation. Mm. Was, was watching Gun? the original Top Gun really? yeah, when I was like eight or nine years old. And uh, so it was really cool to see the new one. And the new one's way better than the first. The Sweet. Actually, yeah, I'll watch it. I don't want to like How hype it up. Who was it? How many are there? Just two. two. Just two? One. Okay. I don't want to hype it up too much, but I went into it and I was like, why? How the fuck could Top Gun get all this hype? <laughs> like, who cares? Like the first one, I agree. I didn't like it all that much. And I went in and I was just like, kind of like arms folded the entire time. And then by the end of that movie, I was like, holy fuck. I want to go to the danger zone, bro. This is so <laughs> sick. Do they play yeah. that song in the movie at least once? At I don't very, want to Okay. Sorry. Oh, okay. I actually, so, and I'm not, uh, mm, how do I navigate this? I had a bad movie going experience. I bought tickets for my girlfriend and myself to go see Top Gun at a trusted movie theater that I go to very often. And we went in and they had the Jurassic World uh, trailer pop up. And then like something like a loud Tyrannosaurus Rex leg comes down. It boomed the speakers. And then from that point on, the dialogue track was gone. So you'd what? see Chris Pratt going, but you wouldn't hear him, <laughs> or you'd hear like Jeff Goldblum way in the fucking back of the theater. <laughs> the center channel was out. I guess maybe I don't know what it was, but it wasn't right. And I was like, well, maybe that's just a bad export on the yeah. trailer. And then Top Gun starts, and there's like 
pretty loud jet stuff going off and it kept fucking resetting and then like you would just lose all the audio tracks you can't hear the hell so i was like shit and i was like I, i've heard such great things about this movie and i know it's like a big cinematic experience i don't want to watch it like this so for the first time i think in my life we left the theater and i oh, asked damn. for a refund that's then a commitment we went to another place like across town it was like Dolby Atmos. It was the exact what? opposite. Oh, it nice. was sick. Well, the interesting thing is the reason I, I actually went and I saw it, even though it's it's a second week. Like I'm I'm still trying to avoid crowds and like confined spaces and everything. I get it. It's playing at so many theaters and there's so many different show times. <clears throat> I was like, oh, there's a showing that starts in like 30 minutes and there's only five people who've purchased a ticket. <laughs> like I'm gonna buy a ticket on the exact opposite end of the theater. <laughs> yep. Yep. There we go. Done. Fine. Not not a problem. Take me with you. If whenever you go see it, have you even seen any? We either? haven't seen any. I would love to go with you guys. It was such let's a do it fun, this week. Let's fun see it this week. experience. Yeah, let's do it. I want to see it. Yeah, this week. Okay, if there's any it. seats. Yeah, I think there are. The, I mean, as Gus said, it's playing yeah. everywhere. I went now. Saturday afternoon, and there was like <laughs> I could go to any theater I want and and, uh, and watch this. Yeah. So did the T Rex stomp out the sound? Did it like break <laughs> at that point, or was I it gone already? I think it was gone already because like I wasn't really super paying attention. But then that was the moment where like. You know, the pre-show of this theater, it was Alamo. I love Alamo. And I actually, I, me I messaged them. And they're like, how was your experience? And I was like, it wasn't great. I understand that there was probably some technical problems. It felt like your theater was understaffed too. I hope that they were okay. Like I was like very nice throughout the entire process and they were very cool. They gave me like free tickets and stuff. Oh, nice. It was all fine. But I was like, man, that sucks because I, I love the Alamo. Speaking of the Alamo, I know that you um, saw the Bob's Burger movie, right, Gav? I haven't seen it. Oh, you haven't? I thought you did make? She's seen it. Okay. There is a little pre-show thing from the Alamo that happens in Bob's Burgers where mm -hmm. it's a phone call between an Alamo employee oh. and Bob. <laughs> it's Hannah McCarthy. Yeah. It's her voice. Oh. Yeah, because she, yeah. she works with the Alamo now. And I guess they used her voice as like the person from the Alamo like talking to Bob. And I was yeah. like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. She got to talk to Bob. Yeah, even though probably didn't. <laughs> they probably recorded their audio <laughs> yeah, separately. <laughs> she's posted a couple of things about what she's doing out there. She seems like she's having a lot of fun. I actually reached out to her not too long ago because I, I listen, we do Stinky Dragon and I also listen to it. And she voices like one of the villains, Paralyte. Mm -hmm. She does like an incredible job. And she's continued to support the show, even though she's at a different place now. And I reached out and was like, I super appreciate that because she, she, she offers so much to the show. Very good voice actress. Yeah, Gus was Very second choice for Paralyte. So. <laughs> I am. Um, I feel like we don't talk about Tales from the Stinky Dragon enough. It's our D&D podcast, which I think is fucking great. I love it. I think it's going really you well. You should get Gav to do a voice on it. You should get Gav to do a voice. Uh, if you've never listened to it, we're, we're like <laughs> between arcs right now. It's yeah. like the perfect time to jump in. If you haven't... if you. I would recommend you listen to all the old episodes, but if you don't want to, there's like a recap episode and then right when the new arc starts. So it's like you can listen to this recap and then get started without having to listen to everything. But you should go back and listen to everything. Yeah, it's always difficult doing a podcast that's narrative because it's difficult for people to jump in at any point. But that's what's great about those recaps is you don't need to. Mm -hmm. Although I've heard from so many people that like once they started, they just binge the whole show. Yeah. So that might be you. So watch the first episode and I'm, see if you like it. I'm just, really excited for the episode we're taping tomorrow. I can't oh, wait no. to see how it's going to go. Like, I've been I've been sitting on it for <laughs> for a little <laughs> while, waiting 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 to get to this. I was doing yard work and I had I was behind like five episodes, so I one point two speeded through all of those episodes, and it was the easiest listen. I, it's of the things that we're working on at Rooster Teeth right now. It's the one I give the most shit about. 
I love that. Show. <laughs> I love doing that show. And it's also like I, I've noticed this about Anima too. You're all hyped up on coffee, and like that's when you are like peak funny. Yeah. And that's like I come in every morning with my Hank's coffee, and I'm fucking slurping that shit down, and I'm like firing on all cylinders. Yeah, yeah. we should we should start doing this podcast in like earlier in the day, like we used to. <laughs> no, we used to we at seven thirty, didn't we? Well, well I mean, we used to do it in the morning. When we when did audio. Live. Oh, right. Yeah, I remember we used to do the RT podcast live at 7.30, though, so we would get dinner. Home size. It was back at uh, 6 or 6. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that sucked. Yeah, and well, yeah, because we would yeah. finish at like, like 9.30 at, at night. We'd get home like at 10. Yeah. Yeah, Achievement Hunter would clear out, and I'd sit with my thumb in my ass for two hours. <laughs> yeah, I'd walk across to the that. annex and be like... Is everything set up? Okay. All right. Yeah, guess, guess we'll just hang here. out for another three hours. Because at first when we started doing it, it's like there was no broadcast department. It was me and Brandon. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it'd be like, I'd have to go over there to the annex, set everything up, and be like, okay, we're ready to go. I think this is the only show we do live after hours, like work hours. Yeah. I guess sometimes, doesn't Off Topic dip into that a little bit? No. Not anymore. No? Okay. They, I think, now go for an hour and a half and then do a half hour not or with Eric's tight ship. Mm. <laughs> I remember when Off Topic used to be like... I mean, you can go later if you want to. I just don't think anybody wants to. I ain't on it. Why are you looking at me? Then why are you saying anything? <laughs> what? <laughs> having a conversation. We're just talking. We're all friends. No! We're all buds. <laughs> We're all buddies. Um, yeah. Um, anyway, Tales from the Stinky Dragon. Go look for it wherever you listen to podcasts. We're going to do a Tales from the Stinky Dragon one-off, one-shot at RTX, right? RTX. Shit, that's like less than a month away. Yeah. July 1st to 3rd. Oh, fuck, dude. It's RTXevent.com. Woo! We are first time together uh, in three years? Yes, yeah. it's 2019. They put out that like animated little trailer thing with the little animated cartoon. It's really cute. Today. I yeah. saw that. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's out there. Anyway, yeah, go check it out right there. Boom. Or go to the, you type it in manually, RTXevent.com if you want, if you don't have QR code. I need to start like doing my like RTX routine. Like I'm going to start like probably running and dieting because like I always like want to look like fucking peak at RTX. I hear during RTX, you, you boys and girls, you only eat tomato bisque. <laughs> it's true. Just three days of me. tomato bisque nonstop. Probably, blood red shit in Austin, Texas. <laughs> no, it makes the, the experience a lot of fun too because like if I eat like like a saint the entire month leading up to it and then RTX hits and then I'm just eating like a goblin, then it makes it all the more sweeter. Mm. I'm very excited, but uh, yeah, I need that human fuel. It's gonna be crazy to do that again in, in person. It's, it's gonna, gonna be feel so like weird. a time skip. Yeah, you know. I was looking back recently through some more. I was just like archiving some footage, and I found all the footage from when a bunch of RTX attendees pelted us with water balloons. Mm-hmm. And there's so many people in that crowd that I've seen since. I know. And uh, like Christian was in there. Yeah, there's yeah. a bunch of people who work, especially I think like as either producers in broadcast or otherwise, like who were RTX volunteers or attendees. Yeah, I, I was like scrubbing through. And I was like, and I slacked him. I was like, were you in the crowd of that? And I was like, is this you? Yeah. And I just drew an arrow. To it. It's like <laughs> Jeff Cole from the first RTX in a volunteer shirt. Mm. He's like one of the eight volunteers we had for that one. That's cool. Was that the year that I was your? No, this was 2011. So I I missed that. I wanted to go to that, but I went to the day five thing instead. And I remember in day five, there's a guy with a bicycle, and that was me. My my debut. <laughs> day five view. My debut. Yeah. There's a a photo from the first RTX actually that just popped up on my like a memory from X amount of years ago, where when you said water balloons, Gav, I don't know if you remember this, Gus. How there was water balloons at the first RTX mm-hmm. and people were like throwing them at each other and like racing around the field and stuff like that. It's like it was in the field. It, day. it was hot. It's very. It hot. was really hot. 
there's a photo of me running and literally it's a photo that was taken as a water balloon is hitting my face <laughs> and splashing. Wow. So it's just me mid run with a water <clears throat> balloon just exploding on my face. And I thought it was the funniest thing ever. Something you forget about water balloons is when you get hit by one, it's like, <laughs> but there are like small amount of places on your body where it really hurts. Yeah. And you don't often get hit in one of those unless there's like 500 people throwing them. And then you, you like, will definitely get hit getting a water water balloon pop over your ear and having all the water just shoot against your <laughs> eardrum really hurts. Yeah, dude. And it happened to Dan and me in the in two different attempts. I would expect with that many people, it's going to hit you everywhere, probably. Yeah. yeah. It hits everywhere, but just... Where it hurt the most, do you? Yeah, in the ear hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but just that even just like, ah! <laughs> did you do that did you Do that thing where you got the water stuck in there for a while? Yeah, I think he, Dan had it w- way worse because there was like a police siren what sounded like three miles away, and he was like, ah! <laughs> it was like... <laughs> That certain frequency. The, the worst thing is, like, when you get a little bit of water in your ear and, like, you can't get it out, and then, like, an hour or whatever yeah, like, passes, and then out. it comes out and it feels, like, really warm. <laughs> and it's like, oh, oh yeah. yuck, why is it that warm? <laughs> and I guess it's, like, your body temperature, like, it's yeah. warmed up to whatever. And ears are, like, one of the hottest <laughs> yeah. bits, to be honest. <laughs> it just oh, feels really? disgusting. They used to take temperature in the ear, didn't they? Yeah, I think it's just, like, it's the same with animals. Like, if you thermal camera cat, it's, like, ears are really hot. I get it. I, I have an in-ear temperature gauge that I got at the beginning of the pandemic, and yeah, you just like... Mm. You got your ears cleaned out recently, didn't you? Dude, yes. You get them vacked? Shit fucking rock. No, uh, or did like they she go in with, like, everything. materials? Or she she did, like, a little syringe, and she squirted some water in there, and then there was also some vacuuming, and it was just, like, five minutes of me fucking pinned into a chair, <laughs> like, feeling like I was Winter Soldier getting his brain scrambled. Yeah. And then I walked intense. out with, like, 20 times better hearing is incredible. 2020 hearing. 2020 <laughs> hearing. This shit rocked. Uh, I was talking to you guys about something that I'm doing at RTX this year, and I'm so fucking excited about it, and I'm trying to figure out a way to make sure my parents aren't there for that panel, but it's going to be probably the best thing I've done at RTX, and I'm very excited. But about your parents it. can't see it? They cannot see it. What, but uh, you can if you buy your tickets now. What other things from Rooster Teeth do your parents enjoy? Uh, they listen to this show every now and then, so I've kind of been a little bit more like, they're like, what'd you do this week? And be like, I was on the pot, I <laughs> wasn't doing anything, you know? Like, I was gonna <laughs> say, if they, let's say they like Face Jam or something like that. I don't, I don't think they do. But if they were, like, maybe see if they could put the Face Jam panel at the exact same time as this panel. Oh, and then they so that they would, that. yeah. Yeah, we'll do that for you. Take your parents over to the Face Jam panel. <laughs> see what they think about what we're doing. Some nice, Sweet wholesome Face, face Jamming yeah. fun. Yeah. I want to yeah. see some moms wearing the 100% Eat Ass shirt. Yeah, me oh, too. God. Not my mom, please no. <laughs> You're going to get one for your mom. Uh, Yeah, nah. I want to see moms in that shirt. I think that's what I want. Really enough, like my or family has started taking and watching all of our like Squat Team Force TikTok stuff. Yeah, and like my my niece and nephew want to see Uncle Bubba in content, but Uncle Bubba's content's a little bit more for the mature audience. Adult. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like I have to find a very select amount of stuff to show them. Uncle Bubba be doing bad things. Be doing adult things, mm. adult situations. Yeah. Um. So, uh, you know, I, like I, I mentioned, I watched uh, Top Gun Maverick over the weekend, and, you know, Miles Teller is one of the, the main uh, characters, or he plays one of the main characters in that, um, in that film. And I've also been watching, I don't know if anybody else has been watching, so I've been watching uh, a show on Paramount Plus called The Offer. No. Uh, Hollywood loves making movies and shows about making movies. <laughs> the Offer is like 
uh, a fictionalized telling of the production behind The Godfather. Well, it's not fictional. I guess like it's the the stories of the producer of The Godfather uh-huh. and like what went into the uh, the making of that film. And Miles Teller plays the the guy Albert Ruddy, who was the producer on The Godfather. Mm. And it's one of those shows where I started. I was like, eh, "This is kind of shit," but whatever. There's nothing else on. And now I'm like, "Oh my god, the new episode's coming out on Thursday! I can't <laughs> wait to see what's happening!" Like, it, it, it told like that show totally made a turn on me, uh, and I'm like really into it. Who do they have playing like? I mean, do they have like Francis Ford Coppola and, and Al Pacino and mm-hmm. stuff like that? Is there, it, like, it's good it's no actors that you would. Re- oh, it's um, what's his name? Um, 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 Giovanni Ribisi plays a. Uh, uh, Joe Colombo, who's like a, a mobster in uh, New York. Huh. What if they had ever, all, all these new actors, but then Al Pacino just played himself? He's <laughs> got a big ass! <laughs> Could he play anyone else besides himself at this point? Or just Al Pacino? <laughs> well, it, it's funny watching that, uh, the offer, because it's like, they, it's not that they paint Al Pacino in a bad light. They just paint him in like kind of a not flattering light because mm-hmm. I guess it was like a big role for him in a breakout role. Uh. So he's like, the the character in the show is very like self-conscious and not confident about his role and like people are trying to get him removed from the film because they don't like him oh it's like oh it's like if i was al pacino i'd I'd kind of be like hey what the fuck man (laughs) i i I have this hunch that al pacino's doing just fine (laughs) (laughs) there's a a lot of really good tv right now to watch there's the new season of stranger things yeah. Which has, I, in my opinion, been phenomenal so far. I'm only halfway through, though, so don't spoil it for me. Yeah, same. There's the new season of The Boys and Kenobi. And there's, like, one other thing that just came out, too. Ruse Paul, Drag Race, Legends. Hell yeah. That shit rocks. I fucking love Drag Race, dude. I am hooked to that shit. There's <laughs> no time for all these good shows. Yeah. Especially with Stranger Things, each episode being a fucking movie length. Dude. Yeah, what have they done with Because uh, I'm, I, I, I'm re-watching the entire show because I couldn't remember anything that happened. Oh, they have yeah. like a whole recap at the beginning of... Thank yeah, God. But yeah. It doesn't... It doesn't... Like, I had to look up a YouTube oh, recap. Really? The The cast did a recap probably with like Vanity Fair or some shit. Oh. And it's like, it's like an eight minute thing and it... If I hadn't watched that, I'd be lost. Like, like when the boys' new episode started coming out on Friday, they do like a quote-unquote recap at the start of the episode, but it's super cutty, mm. and it ends like in two minutes. Like, okay, I remember some of that, but <laughs> what the yeah. fuck did I just watch? Yeah, yeah, I remember not liking Stranger Things 2, and I don't remember anything about 3. Yeah. But I've, I'm like halfway through 2 now. I'm right at the end of 2, actually, and it's way better than I remember it. Mm. Yeah. Honestly, so I'm excited to get to four. One is a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. Yeah, it really is. 100%. But so far, season four, I think, is like a tight second place now. Tell me it's really shitty, though, so I don't, so I'm just not too hyped up. Okay. Um, it's long. <laughs> Someone actually is saying it. It's, I think it's fine so far. I think it's really? better than uh, three. I've, two. I fell off after season two, I think. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, uh, that's because I think, like, when you compare it to season one, I think yeah. when people watch season two, they're like, well, this isn't as good. Plus, I think it's also, like, there's been kind of gaps in production, you sure. know, and it's like, and it's like trying to get back into it, you know, just, it, it can take a little while. Like, for example, Westworld's coming back, like, in three weeks. Oh, Christ. Oh, I my God. Right, too, and I'm like, dude. oh, shit, I, like, I think I remember what happened, but I need to go back and, like, rewatch season three. It's like three. a completely different show now. Yeah. Who's yeah. the who's the kid that gets trapped in the upside down in season one? Will? Barb? Will? Will? Whoever the actor is who plays Will and whoever the actor Millie Bobby Brown Levin, they consistently have the shittiest fucking hair in that show. I mean, it it's the so, it's the eighties. I 
still think They're it didn't look good in the 80s either. It was like, it's fucking <laughs> No, well, I'm saying like... Yeah, but the 80s still happened. Like, yeah, they're, they're they're, it's, a, it's a period piece. Like, it's supposed to look like they're actually in the 80s. Will's hair, I understand Will's hair that. is like a bowl cut if it was cut while he was leaning down. Yeah. Like, when he's like 45 degrees down, it's like, like this perfect. Way. It's, like <laughs> it's like, it's horseshit. Like, it's the worst <laughs> fucking hair. They must have like done something to the makeup team or something, the hair and makeup team, because it. Oof. I think. Well, I think the problem is too. They're trying to make people look like kids who aren't kids, and mm. so they probably have to do some things and adjust the makeup and hair to. They got to distract you from looking make, at them with bad hair. Well, make them look like not bad, but if you're trying to make someone look young, sometimes it ends up looking bad. They got to shoot Drake off the set because he's all hanging out with. <laughs> I I heard that the Duffer Brothers were originally trying to do it. Like they, but they couldn't get the rights to it. So then they're like, "Fuck it, we'll just make our own." Like I could kind of see that, yeah. And then like, and then it fucking killed. And then they were like, "Hey, let's make an it movie." <laughs> and then they use like Finn Wolfhand or whatever. Wolf, wolf hard. Wolf, wolf, wolf Yeah. Wolf Is that his real name? That's the best Finn name Wolfhard? I've ever heard. It's, it's cool, the coolest name. Is it his birth name? It's like I think Dick Wolf. Finn Wolfhard and Kiki Wolf Kill are two Kiki of yeah. the, yeah. the two of the coolest names. It's a fucking cool name. You just wolf like related wolf names. names. Yeah. I do. I, apparently. Buzz Aldrin. So cool. Um, Spaceman. But uh, in The Boys season three, they released the first three episodes on Friday. And I Mm -hmm. watched them all over the weekend. And that first episode, immediately you're like, oh, right. They don't shy away from showing fucked up shit in the show. I kind of forgot. And then like immediately they're like, oh, oh, right, right, right. That's kind of their thing. Well, like gruesome gore gut stuff? Like body parts that you don't like to see and then in a scale that you really don't like to see. Close up penis. I remember hearing that that show was gruesome um, before watching any of it. And I remember the first episode, what happens with his girlfriend. I was like, oh, they weren't lying. Like when they're like, it's gruesome, it's fucking violent. What disturbs you more? Like super gruesome but unrealistic or just like less gr- like imagine in the thing where yeah. the dude's head gets up and walks away yeah compared Fucking to like awesome. um the guy in game of thrones getting his eyes thumbed in i think this the the latter is probably like yeah the, the more, more believable yeah yeah the more believable it is or or like realistic i guess like sam raimi gore and like you know like i guess that's like john carpenter and shit like that stuff's like funny to me where it's like this is almost like a it's like over the top yeah you're gonna hate me but uh john gave me shit for not drinking i knew this was gonna today. happen <laughs> and i have to uh use the little girl's rule go, go for it i knew when i saw you reply with that uh empty bottle i was like barbara's gonna have to pee during the podcast <laughs> um i think bladders are too small for the amount of what you have to drink yeah. 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 It's I, unrealistic. I read though that you can train your bladder to last longer. Like if you if you are constantly peeing at every opportunity, there's basically like your bladder's like I can't you train it. You know how Apple makes those MagSafe batteries that just like yeah. go on. If you could get a um, secondary bladder that just went on the outside, would you use it? That's called a catheter, that's dude. That's that's a catheter, yeah. No. You wouldn't want that convenience of just like it magnets on the I, side I and was, it just fills with piss. I was annoyed when I went to go see Top Gun because I had to pee partway through the movie because uh-huh. I drank a bunch of coffee in the morning. I was like, oh my God, like trying to pick like, when can I go? When can I go? When can I go? It was like, Can't. I was like yeah. that in ambulance when I accidentally ordered 48 ounces of beer or something. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
Yeah, you can't miss a scene in Ambulance. Oh, my God. <laughs> I you the just end. talked about Top Gun Maverick for how long? And you talk, watch Ambulance and tell me that that is... I don't want it, to. What, it, I saw the trailer. I don't seem to see Ambulance. It's, it's on Peacock now, isn't it? Yes, I don't have, it is. I don't have Peacock. Me neither, but, but we have to get it. shit. I don't want to watch it. No, Do you remember awesome. when... Was it for Top Gun when Tom Cruise came out with that guy and was like, hey, don't put on the like the... Frame blending on your TV. Oh no, that was for um, Mission it was a Mission Impossible. Oh, that was for Mission Impossible. It was like the director of Mission Impossible. It was yeah. for Ghost Protocol. I want to say. Yeah, they were like going through the settings. Go right now. Turn off <laughs> this. It was insane. Oh, the, you know, which, have you? When I saw uh, Top Gun over the weekend, <clears throat> I got to see the new Mission Impossible trailer on the big screen. Yeah, which previously I'd only seen. There's it on. a new Mission Impossible. It's coming out next year. It's part and it's part one. It's, yeah, Dead Reckoning Part One. I like, really thought that series was over. Dude, it's like... Why would it be over after Fallout? Oh, Fallout was so good. That was amazing. cannot get higher. It's like every... It's like, what are they going to do now? And then you watch the trailer and it's like, Tom Cruise could fucking die in this one. I don't, <laughs> even if, if it's part one, it's crazy. I don't know. I don't think they'll beat um, Henry Cavill reloading his beard <laughs> onto his face. <laughs> so fucking I, um, I like that in the trailer... They're, you know, doing all these crazy driving stunts and some, surely someone like a DP or someone was like, how can we show that it's really Tom Cruise driving this car at a high speed backwards? Oh, yeah. Let's rip the let's rip the doors off the car. That way you can see in. And it's like that's in. the <laughs> Just because I want to like really show that he does his own stunts. Right. Like that. Okay. There's there. I was like looking for the stunt because that's what they do in every Mission Possible. It's like, you know, oh, Tom Cruise latched himself to the side of a plane. Tom Cruise. Taught himself how to fly a helicopter so he could do it this time. Didn't Tom he Cruise. do like a halo jump last time? Yeah. Oh, that was the other one. I think this one, they have like him driving a motorcycle. Well, I don't want to say you don't watch trailers. Mm -mm. It's like, it's, it's more just like, holy fucking shit. Why is Tom Cruise still doing this stuff? <laughs> it's so cool. He's so old and so Scientologist. He's all, what, what other films is he making other than Top Gun, Mission Impossible, like Action movie? Does he, is, is he in any other type of movie these Maybe days? Maybe should just make a sequel to everything he's ever done. Yeah. I, think I can't wait to see Cocktail too. Two. <laughs> <laughs> How do we both go there? Uh, let's see, Barbara. What's that risky? Is it risky business? Apparently, that's one of those uh, scenes in a movie that people misremember, where the the people when people do the costume for it at Halloween or something like that it's the white button up shirt underwear and sunglasses uh -huh. and socks apparently he wasn't wearing like one of those items or like the, it's m like misremembered on what exactly he's wearing yeah his dick was out yeah he had like the costume is socks underwear white t-shirt and sunglasses and it's misremembered but you don't remember the misremembrance uh -huh. yeah it's exactly well I've never seen it <laughs> <laughs> that's my excuse apparently he like like can anyone look up no a photo no sunglasses no sunglasses. I think the sunglasses are on the movie poster. That's why people wear them. Gotcha. That's what it was. Yeah, because well, everyone always wears the sunglasses when they do that costume. There's a whole thing with like Ray-Ban was struggling to stay in business. And then that movie came out. And then it was, I guess, one of those Clubmasters or? Wayfarers. Wayfarers, yeah. Sorry, I, didn't, I was thinking about the furniture store. They like blew up because of risky business. Mm -hmm. uh, so his, his recent projects, or he, I guess, announced are... Live, die, repeat, and repeat. Yay! Wait, uh, that is sequel to Fuck a yeah. movie yeah. he did. But that wasn't even the original name of it. Right, wasn't it? The, 
the Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. But the comic is named, I think, Live, Die, Repeat. Oh. Untitled Tom Cruise SpaceX Project. I think that's the one where they're going to film in space. No. Uh, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part yeah. 1 and Part 2. Wait, actually film in space? Yeah. It's Tom Cruise. I thought that was sure. a rumor it that it was going to be for the Mission Impossible movie. Like, it might be just part of another, like a stunt yeah. for another movie. Uh, Top Gun Maverick, Mission Impossible Fallout. <laughs> American-made The Mummy. Oh, I forgot about that. No, that's got to be canceled. That, that already came out. Yeah. Oh, oh, I thought you were looking at his sequels. No, yeah, I'm going down through that was no, That was what was, I was reminded of when you were talking about how the center channel went out for your thing. Yeah. But oh. there was that trailer that was uploaded where there was only the center channel. Ah, ah. It was just like his weird yell. <laughs> A lot of the movies he does like are very American, it feels like. That's where he's from. It's... it's Top Gun is full-blown propaganda. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It's all these yeah. like super action-y American like, freedom movies, you know? I, was, I, I thought it was um, in Maverick, of course. You know, not, they, they, you know there's like an enemy uh, of co- that they're like, going to have to deal with. But they never name the enemy country in the movie. It's so strange. It's I thought, so I was great. strange. It was great. Oh, didn't, interesting. Didn't take away from the movie. Don't need it. Well, they, they do that a lot with... Not wanting to piss off other countries to because they'll not make money there otherwise. Right. It's the same yeah. with like Avengers and Sokovia, I guess. From I guess, but I guess they didn't make up a name either. They're just mm. like you know the 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 facility is located in this area. I was like, didn't specify <laughs> where exactly. Yeah. Do you Smart. remember there was they did a remake of uh, oh fuck Wolverines. What's that movie called? Red Dawn. Red Dawn, and uh, I think China was gonna be the bad guys. And then, like, China blew the fuck up, and they were going to, like, ban all of the movies from the production company because of that. So then they switched it and digitally edited out every flag and piece of regalia. Mm. And then it was North Korea, and it was, like, it was weird. It was, like, it, like they went, they spent so much money fixing that because they messed oh, it up. Oh, yeah, saved them more money. And then the original, it was just Russia. <laughs> it was a simpler time. Yeah. <laughs> we watched a movie for your birthday. Hell, yeah. Very uh, Blaine movie. Big Trouble in Little China. That's fun. Dude, the, the John Carpenter, Kurt Russell trilogy, it is just the best movies. They're so cool. What's been your favorite birthday celebration you've ever had? Predator. Predator? Yeah. It's a yeah. good time. Well, we did a, we did a, so there's a, when you come to Austin <coughs> for RTX, listener at home. July 1st to 3rd. July 1st to 3rd. <laughs> uh, you need to go to the Blue Starlight movie drive-in. It's, it's like a local thing and they have these pop-up drive-ins and uh, I always do patron pick nights. And I just like play a movie that I really like and I have all the friends out and it's uh, a lot of fun. <laughs> I like that <laughs> before the movie you could see that it was being streamed off someone's phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like airplaying it or whatever. Really? Like, you know, it's a fine yeah. phone. I mean, it <laughs> looked like, great. Yeah. It was totally fine. I bought the Blu-ray out and, and stuff like that. There's such a there's such a small local business that like the owner, like I was coordinating with one guy. And the, he was like, hey, the owner really wants to talk to you. And I was like, okay, yeah. And, but I was also trying to, like, coordinate getting all my friends around and stuff. And then in, before the movie starts, he, like, came up and was like, hey, thanks for your business. Oh, I've never seen this many people out. You must be the coolest guy in Austin. He's and like, was you like, must be pretty popular. <laughs> it was the weirdest. So I was like, hey, thanks. And I was like, I knew someone was just going to be, like, shitting on me. I, I thought that was the first thing I said when I got out of the car. I was like, Jesus, Blaine, a lot of people like you. That's like 50 people here. It's yeah. Good, it was a good turnout. Was and there was more people who were, I think were going to come and just ended up not coming. He's yeah. just a popular guy. Yeah, like, you know, I, I can't imagine being a friend of mine and then just not showing up for my birthday, you know. Weird. At the last second. Uh, my dog had seizures. 
So well, you should have brought you, him. You sound like a fucking die. dick now. <laughs> yeah, he, I mean, I, he had see, he had like a bunch of seizures. We had to like take him to the animal hospital and go. Hey, yeah, but like seizures. both of you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you go watch this movie. I'll stay home with the seizure <laughs> dog. Sorry, <laughs> joking. Uh, I'm kidding. You didn't, you, you didn't come to mine. I was gonna. Here's oh. here was. A, <laughs> I was trying to transition to talk about Gavin's birthday, and I was—I felt bad because I didn't know if he invited Blaine or not. And I, was <laughs> I didn't like, get an invite. I don't know if I should talk. You're about a liar, Blaine. Uh, You're a liar. Gavin's birthday. We did something so fun. Well, this all came from—we um, were out a at joke. dinner for Alfredo's birthday. Yes. He did a really nice thing. He was like, "Yeah, this is all I really want for my birthday. You know, like a nice meal with with my friends." Hmm. And I, in my head, I was like, "That's a nice comment." And then I immediately went to. What's the opposite of that? <laughs> and I was just like, I want to do laser tag. Yeah. And I just said it as a joke. And then it became a real thing. It was really fun. <laughs> yeah. We uh, essentially had la- blazer tag here in Austin, yeah. like reserved for our group. I think it was like after hours of the place. So you could do like a private reservation. Oh, that's and cool. So like we had the whole place to ourselves. We got to play a bunch of rounds of laser tag. I wish we got to play that last version of the game again, like multiple times. It was a... Uh, I guess they don't publicize it that they do this for private events, but it's called like zombie mode, right? Oh, it's just like where infection, basically. Where infection, yeah. Everyone spreads out, and one of you will will turn red, and then everyone you shoot Dude. turns red, and it's just like it's really just like extremely intense hide and seek. It's so fun. The best, the best thing ever was the first round we did. Um, we all like go into the room, and people are kind of like going off, and this like small groups kind of uh, bunch up together. And I guess it was Meg, Alfredo, Jackie, and like maybe two or three other people. And uh, Meg's vest turns red. Mm-hmm. Like she's the zombie. She's infected. <laughs> and I'm on the other side of the room. All I hear is just like eight people scream. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my God, it's like a real zombie. Yeah, everyone next to him was saying how, how scary it was. And I was on the complete opposite side yeah. with Kai. And we just heard like distant screams. <laughs> and we just both were like, <laughs> yeah. like it's I, fun. I, fuck it. I, sorry, I missed. I love Blazer Tag because they have this uh, this briefing room right before you go in, and they play this shitty video that's been around for ten years of these two high schoolers talking about the rules. And they have these big chairs that are made of wood, and they're covered in carpet, and they have fucking massive subwoofers under them. Yeah, and I remember every time I'm in there, I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like, and they're playing like techno music, and you're like. Gah, gah. <laughs> Yeah, it was great. We we played around a laser tag. We ate pizza, and then we played in the arcade for like an hour or so, and then played another round of laser tag. And Did you then, do the jungle gym thing up at the top? Uh, There's like nah, a we, ropes no, course. we didn't. We just I, played a bunch of arcade games. And We were on the way there, and uh, I just got a text from Eric saying, we're in the party room. <laughs> yeah, it was literally one of those like kids party rooms that yeah. they had us set up in with like our pizzas. It and sounds like the, drinks. I, I don't mean this like in a disparaging way or anything, but it sounds like the best 16 year old birthday party yes. ever. Yeah, I, I thanked everyone at the end for coming to my 11th birthday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was honestly like perfect though, especially not to have like a bunch of other people running around. I'm it was nice to have that space. So pissed off that I missed. We'll do it again. It was fun. Yeah. And, and But you know, Eric came. Yeah, he came to mind. Eric also came in first in two of the. I won laser tag both times. Yeah, Wait, it's, it was bullshit. Deal. He's clearly like an expert. Do you do you uh, when you guys are doing laser tag? Do you do your names when you enter the thing, or do you do uh, nicknames? <laughs> uh, what was yours? Eric? Uh, it was it was nicknames. What? Oh, mine was Windows ninety five. <laughs> <laughs> and then my wife chose her nickname as 
birthday boy <laughs> yeah. got the guy real confused when yeah he, he went to give out the tickets and he so handed like, oh, it to for him and nope and then he chose gavin chose the name small wife because that's what <laughs> <cool>. yeah. <laughs> I, I try. I wanted everyone to pick names that like Gavin would say, like words Gavin would use. Mm. And I wrote mine as Chuff. <laughs> and the best part is like when you're looking at your screen while you're playing, just every now and then it would pop up and just say, you are Chuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every time I thought I'd shot someone and I'd look at who it was, if I missed, it would just say, you are small wife. Small wife. <laughs> But it was always funny when, like, someone tags you, you tag someone else, you see on your screen who it was. And, uh, everyone had jokey names, I think, except Jeff. Jeff was just Jeff. <laughs> Jeff didn't want to do a name. He yeah. was just simply Jeff. Sounds about right. Jeff. But then we won a bunch of tickets and stuff, and everyone got cool toys to leave I got with. a Squishmallow. Yeah. So cool. And Gus, I, I, I did the thing that I thought you would appreciate the most, and I didn't even text you about it. Appreciate it. Sounds like fun, but... Thank you. <laughs> I, I sent Gus my email, but with zero expectation. I think I even started a conversation with you and was like, I know you're not going to be there. but no, I, I, I told you, I appreciate it. But yeah. Well, yeah. Jeff was saying how you and him used to go to that Blazer Tag like every day. Yeah. It was, uh, it was like after, it was a, there was a period of time where we spent a lot of time going to that Blazer <laughs> yeah. Tag place. We knew that, I knew, well, I'm sure it's changed, but I knew that course inside and out. Like I could have probably run that thing with my eyes closed. Yeah, I mean, you I went, still do, huh? I went with Brandon in uh, 2007, on well, 2009, and uh, it hasn't changed since then. Okay, so it's probably, it's probably still exactly the <laughs> same as it was way back then. Everything the same about it, yeah. They play, uh, there was one time that I was there, and they played the Halo theme song, but the Mjolnir mix, so it's like the heavy <laughs> metal part, and you're like, oh, fuck <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is so cool. That yeah, that's your rocks. I, I learned a lot, like... Sorry, I'm jumping in so much, but uh, no, Anma as a podcast has taught me a lot about uh, Gus and Jeff that listen, I did not know. Listen like, to it wherever I you get podcasts. I, I mean, really check out Anma. I, we have to do an episode at Blazer Tag now because I learned <laughs> that you guys went to Blazer Tag all the time. That, that's why I'm trying not, not to talk about it too much when okay. you ask me about it's, it. So like, we have yeah, to do one there. I learned that Gus knows how to surf. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then I learned about Jeff is very good at bowling, but is very against bowling. That's a, that's the episode we recorded today. That one's not that, out that yet. That one will be out next week. Whoa, that's like he's very conflicted. It's something. <laughs> the the one that fucked me up the most. You guys are it's like a lot of Austin based stuff, so I'm getting extra enjoyment out of it. But the one that fucked me up the most is you guys said there was a restaurant that had chicken fried steak, but you could pay extra to have it dipped in queso, yeah. and not gravy. And Whoa. that like I can't sleep until I eat that. It was that so, sounds amazing. That restaurant might still be there. Let me look. No shit. Let me let me look. Oh please, I would love to go out there. What, we just need to take a long lunch, you and me, and go out there. Did it start with a G? Yes. I think I've been there. What was it? Yeah, yeah. I think you took me there. Uh, I, I'm going to look was for it first. Green, I'll, I'll see what it is. Green Mesquite? No, they are still open. Do they have? Can you Wait, see their is menu? is this the one in Buda? Let me, let me double check. Yeah, uh, it's a fun listen. I, I listened to that and 30 more minutes, minutes, minutes. on the uh, plane trip over and back, and it made me miss my friends. Oh, yeah. shit, they are open. Let me check their menu. <gasps> oh, my God. Hold, hold. Menu. Buda. Oh, there it is. It's already loaded. <laughs> uh, where is it? I had to go down south uh, recently for something where our old office used to be. And I went into that, like, little mall complex that's right by the old office on 636. And it was, like, going in a time machine. So just exactly the same. Just seeing like all there's a some new stuff there too, but it's just like we used to go to that restaurant, used to go to that like little Woodrow's is right there, used to go there all the time. We're, just weird. There's a wedding. What was it? The wedding 
that you're down there for? Yeah. Yeah. I remember we were like, we drove out there and I was pointing at everything. I was like, this is where I used to intern. And I was living this way. And what a fucking shit drive this was. Yep. It's, that road it's weird, is like being a foreigner here and having that for here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then that's where I used to, oh, shit. I've been here a really long time. You've been here over 10 years now. Yep. Right? Wild. Yeah, Call it a day. This is our podcast where we announce our retirement. <laughs> they still have chicken fried steak, but I don't see it with the queso anymore. It's got to be a hidden menu thing. So it's a, it was probably a, for legal reasons. It was Garcia's Mexican restaurant in Buda. Yeah, maybe it's like one of those secret menus. Okay. Like you um, said. I, I'm looking at their website right now. It says they're still open. My mom used to think she had it in good with the dudes that worked with her boilos because they used to have this like grande burrito and then they took it off the menu and she'd go and she'd be like, listen, sweet pea, I used to come in here all the time. You guys had this grande burrito. Can I get that? You can't lie like, to me. Oh, of course, ma'am. Yes, yes. And she's like, mm, they like me so much here. I'm like, yeah, mom. <laughs> <laughs> This episode of the Rooster Podcast brought to you by Stamps.com. If you've got a small business, inflation is not doing you any favors right now. It's harder than ever to stay profitable. If you're looking for a way to cut costs, mailing and shipping, it's a great place to start. Simply use Stamps.com to mail and ship and get access to exclusive discounts and great rates on shipping from USPS and UPS. It's an easy way to keep more money in your pocket. Stamps.com has really made the world of mailing easier than ever. I can get back to doing the fun stuff I want to do. I've been talking about them for quite a while, but it's really because they're that good. Uh, no matter what business you're in, Stamps.com can help you save on shipping, whether you're an office sending invoices, an Etsy shop sending your products, or a warehouse shipping out truckloads of orders. Stamps.com is the mailing and shipping solution for you. Sell from multiple stores, it's no problem. Stamps.com seamlessly works with Shopify, Amazon, eBay, and more. All you need is your regular computer and a printer, no special supplies or equipment. You'll be up and running in minutes, printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. Start mailing and shipping with Stamps.com. Keep more money in your pocket every day. Sign up with promo code ROOSTER for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com. Click the microphone at the top of the page and enter code ROOSTER. This episode of the Rooster Podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Making websites on your own is hard, and there are so many awful website building platforms out there with limited features that make ugly, poorly optimized sites Lucky for you, Squarespace is the go-to all-in-one platform to build beautiful online presences or run your business. Squarespace seriously has everything you could need to build a website that suits your needs from small businesses to content creators. They've got members area so you can connect with your audience and generate revenue through gated members-only content. They even have a video studio app that helps you share and engage with your audience. Interested in building that community? Well, Squarespace offers blogging and commenting features so you can create a community through threaded comments, replies, and likes. Plus, they have a traffic overview feature so you can actually see how much that community you're, you're building has grown. You've heard me talk about Squarespace for a long time now. I appreciate how it's super simple to use. Everything's point and click. There's no coding required. And with their great templates, you can get up and running in no time. I love it. Uh, I, I've used it in the past. I think you should give it a try. It's absolutely great service. Uh, head to squarespace.com for a free trial. When you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash roosterteeth to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This episode of the Rooster Podcast is brought to you by DoorDash. Uh, you got back-to-back -back meetings, errands to run, chores to take care of. What's the secret to clearing your to-do list? A little help from DoorDash. You can get dinner, household essentials, and everything on your grocery list delivered. DoorDash is easy to use. It's pretty much everything I need to get me what I need when I'm on the go or if I'm in a pinch and the tummy's rumbling. I got DoorDash on my side. If I'm here at work and I'm busy, I can't leave my desk. It's easy. Just pull out your phone. Boom, boom, boom. Food. It's on the way. Uh, they got what you want to eat right now and right to your door. Along with the restaurants you love, you can now get groceries and other essential items delivered with DoorDash. Get drinks, snacks, and other household items in under an hour. Craving late night ice cream? Forget that one key ingredient for dinner or maybe you just need to stock up for the next week. It's all 
there in their easy-to-use app. With over 300,000 partners, you can support your neighborhood go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Popeye's, Chipotle, Cheesecake Factory. Ordering's easy. Your items will be left safely outside your door when you choose contactless delivery drop-off. For a limited time, our listeners get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more. When you download the DoorDash app and enter code ROOSTER, that's 25% off, up to $10 value, and zero delivery fees on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app in the App Store, enter code ROOSTER. Don't forget, that's code ROOSTER for 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Subject to change, terms apply. Speaking of weddings, I saw this on Twitter right before the podcast, and I wanted to ask you guys about this. Uh, Are you aware of the Am I the Asshole subreddit? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. love that. There was a post in there of... From this woman who had just gotten married, Mm -hmm. I think like a month or two before she posted this. And she was saying that um, her and her husband had a limited budget, but their parents helped them pay for the wedding. Okay. And to preface this, they're big Disney fans. They spent a lot of time in Disney World and Disneyland. And they saw relatives of of theirs posting passive-aggressive messages after the wedding because they paid for an appearance by Mickey and Minnie at their wedding, but because they had such a limited budget, they used their catering budget on that, so they had no food or bar service at the wedding. Instead, paid for an appearance, a one-hour appearance from Mickey and Minnie. Mm -hmm. And how people were saying, like, there was no food at this wedding. It was like, yeah, that was really shitty. Was it during a mealtime? I would imagine so. But also, like, weddings are multiple hours long. I can't imagine yeah, not having really, any like, food nip, or drinks. Yeah. Nip in and out of a wedding. I and they were meals. saying like the venue you're at had places where you could buy food and blah, 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 which I'm, um, yeah, like vending machines and stuff like that. Or like places that you could get something at a restaurant nearby or something, but it's not the same. I uh. think they're the asshole. I don't, I don't give a fuck about two people in a costume. I want booze and I want foods. Oh, I thought you talked about the bride group. <laughs> yeah. The people in the costume. Yeah. Wait, no. No, I, the the people the, the bride and groom paid for an appearance yeah. from Mickey and Minnie. That was let's say it was three thousand dollars instead of food instead of food and drink. I think what Gavin meant was that he didn't want to. He doesn't care about people in a costume. Meaning yeah, Mickey thought, and Minnie. Blaine thought he meant oh, the bride oh, and the groom oh, were, in the, oh. were in a costume. <laughs> yes. No, I think no. I thought Blaine meant what? I'm so confused. <laughs> I got you, dude. I got you. Do you? I'm confused. So who do you? First. Who is the asshole here? The bride and groom. Yes. Agreed. Uh, absolutely. I just like, especially, yeah, I, I feel like if you're hosting people at an event that's multiple hours long, it's especially a wedding. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's expected. Yeah, it is expected. Well, here's the thing. Nobody cares about anyone's wedding, right? I, I like weddings. Oh. I actually quite like weddings. All right. I have like a ranking of the weddings I've been to. <laughs> but what were you going to say anyways? Let's pretend I don't know. Well, it's just a lot of effort. You know, you get dressed up, you go out to somewhere inconvenient and inconvenient time. At least feed the people. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah. Even at, like, even snacks, even a table that has some like hors d'oeuvres or something. Yeah. Something. A little uh, bit of something. People the most like to eat. Recent wedding we went to, one of the, the guys that was a friend of the groom's uh, is a baker. And he's like, you would never expect it. He's like this big, hunky, gorgeous dude. It's Randy. We talk about yeah, it every yeah. now and then. But he's an incredible baker. And his birthday gift was he made the cake for the bride and groom. Wedding gift. A, yeah, it was his wedding gift. <laughs> what did I say? Birthday. birthday. Gift. Birthday gift. Where? Birthday gift. Uh, and uh, like we were all lining up because we knew it was coming. And like I don't think the rest of the people knew like how good of a baker he is. Yeah, was. they were serving. So they got like sh- basically sheet cake for people, which I think a lot of weddings do. They have like the actual beautiful wedding cake that they maybe cut a few slices out of. But yeah, they right. have sheet cake for the rest of the guests. 
And we were in the area where they were cutting it up. And I think we saw the she cake being cut. But Randy's cake hadn't yet been cut. Mm. And they kept passing out slices. And I was like, pass, pass. I'm waiting. Pass, pass. <laughs> I'm waiting. It's fucking magic. It was That was so the best good. cake. That dude's amazing. It's always weird when people have like unexpected talents. Yeah. Or just, I don't know. At your wedding. Like you being a surfer. <laughs> Wasn't very good at it. I did, just did it a couple times. During the cake cutting, did you smush? No. Okay. Eric, did you smush? Like okay. when, like Puts, when they're like, feeding no, the cake. No, I just the... can't. No, what? No. no, what a miserable thing to do. Yeah. I agree. What a terrible. No. Blaine looks so sad, like he wants to smush, but he. No, 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 no. I do not want to smush. It just seems like that is to me the same as when you have a like a birthday party for like a kid and they go to blow out the candles and like you smash a face into <clears> it. Except so you didn't pay someone to do their makeup for four hours <laughs> that day. No. So I just, that's insane. I, I always can determine how successful a marriage is going to be, whether or not there is a smush. There's a smushing. Yeah. I will not be smushing at my wedding. No. I'll be smashing in my rent. <laughs> Sex! Hey! Lose my virginity! Hey! Yeah! It'll, it'll finally yeah! happen. I think the most important thing at a wedding and the easiest thing to get wrong is when you play Living on a Prayer. Because it can come the, too early. Can't no, too early. absolutely. If people are, are not hammered enough. The energy hasn't peaked yeah. yet. Yeah. It's the ultimate, like, this is peak drunk, this is peak I night. I feel it's perfect when, like, a lot of the older attendees have left. And, like, the young friends of bride and groom are left dancing and stuff like that. That's the perfect time. Mm. Right? I think. What yeah. are your, what are your thoughts late? on children no, pretty- at wedding? Um, personally, I think if, <laughs> if and when I get married, yes. probably going to put on the invitation, like, no kids under 10, probably. Damn. They got to behave themselves. Well, it's like, I, I don't want a baby crying to ruin... Yeah, but there's something really fun about being five at a wedding and, like, running and sliding on your knees. It's very true, but I, that's not the kind of vibe I like. I was like... <laughs> no, no knee sliding. I was, like, 11 at my cousin's wedding, and they're doing the garter toss, and I was like, I'm going to get up on this foldable metal chair so I can get a better t- chance of catching the garter... And I fell off, and it like, it was like near other metal chairs that were stacked, <laughs> and then they all fell down. Oh my god! And I god. just like eat shit. And there's metal chairs falling <laughs> all over the place. And, and then it, who ended up with the garter? I don't know if I did or not. I might have no. All right, I did catch a garter at a wedding once. I know exactly what you're gonna say, and I was really hoping you were telling the story. Got a garter at my sister's wedding. I cut my sister's garter at her wedding. <laughs> Why were your hands in the air? I don't know. I just remember I just caught it, and I was like, "Listen, I'm a, I'm a, an instinctive athlete. I'm an incredible athlete, and it just happened to catch it in my hand because I'm so good at You're catching." You're just super things. competitive. Did your brother-in-law take it off with his teeth, or how did he take it off? Of I her? think I blocked out that part of my memory. <laughs> I don't remember. You just knew you wanted it. Yeah, there were some. Traditions but I caught it. That, and was like, ah. There are some traditions at weddings that I I'm just not into, and I think the garter toss is one of them. It just seems weird to me. Yeah. Like, hey, all my single male relatives or friends, here's this like thing that's been on my thigh all night. Like, that seems weird. It's always like saxophone music. It's like, ah, it's like all the dudes are just be like, you're like, stop. It's a wedding, dude. The bouquet toss is great, though. And you fucking, you just snipe that shit. Yeah, we talked about it last week, how I ripped it out of someone else's hands. Strategic strike. The funniest thing was, I think you literally caught it and then you went, to Trevor. Yeah, I did the eye. I was dying laughing. Obviously, I wanted my girlfriend to catch it, and I was like, you can do it. Just jump real high, get in the front. And then you got it, and I was like, that was hands down the best. Yeah, I was like a behemoth amongst a crowd of, like, chickens <laughs> at that point. I was just like, Rah! 
That'd be a fun thing to just show up to people's weddings in slow-mo. Oh. Just people going for the snatch. Yeah. Oh, to film. Yeah. Yeah, I already know there's going to be a photo of me, like, arm stretched out. <laughs> Probably insane look on my face because the photographer was doing that. It's like that still photo of Beyonce where she's like, yeah, yeah. And like and every like, muscle off the internet. in her body is flexed. <laughs> so cool. Beyonce's ripped. I'm just excited because I assume when I end up getting married, I'll be inviting a lot of my friends, which is like a lot of people at Rooster Teeth, of course. But to do like some of the traditions that I want to do, like the Hora and like the chairlift mm, and all that stuff, mm-hmm. like just to see my Rooster Teeth friends do like jewish traditions it's gonna be like really weird and funny to see especially with my family it's gonna be very surreal who like name your team your your chair team oh gosh who's your team (laughs) how many people is there a set number of people that get to lift you usually try to do like two to three people per chair and like have it organized beforehand so that like Two to three per chair. Lifting. Yeah, I thought it would be more than that. You've seen the videos where they go like, ah, boom! It's yeah. like... Usually, I think it's usually three. Okay. Um, I originally was like, oh, Blaine, you'd be great at it. And then you said the story about you falling off the metal chairs at your, at that wedding. Yeah. So then now my mind has changed. <laughs> I would challenge myself to do just me. Just on, on just <laughs> you or Trevor's chair. And Trevor just, has ah. already been like, so we can't ask my uncles. Because <laughs> they're just like really rowdy and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, I think they'd be great at it, though. But yeah, um, you definitely have to plan that before because you don't want everyone rushing in trying to lift the chairs at the same time. It's going to be like it's a human a pinata. Like, they'll just like... Whoa! It's going to be like Rock'em Sock'em Robots. They're just going to be smushing you and Trevor together. I'm going to make Gavin do the horror. Go ahead, show us. Uh, <laughs> it's very easy. You hold hands and spin in a circle. Yeah, I'll get, I'll get stuck in. Yeah. <laughs> um... I, I, it's 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 a weird. I, I I okay. So how can I preface this? I want to talk about the end of Survive Block Island because mm. the last episode came out last Thursday. But <clears throat> I realized maybe some people haven't seen it yet, so I guess we can't. Uh, however, that being said, if you've been waiting to watch it, all the episodes are out now. I guess this is just kind of like a heads up. Yes, they're all out there. If you've never, if you haven't seen any of them, if you're not a first member, you want to sign up for a first trial. This is the time to do it. The binge gates are open. You can watch all of Survive Block Island in one go. It's uh, how many episodes? Nine. Nine? Is it nine? Okay. Nine episodes total. Yeah, and they're each about 25 ish minutes, but the finale is 40 minutes. I think the first episode was kind of long. The first episode might have been, oh, yeah, that might close have been 35 to 40 as well. Something like that. It's yeah. a little longer. Um, uh, I, I, we shouldn't talk about the episode and what happens for spoilers, but I think we could talk about the tease at the end. Oh, yeah. I, I, I was surprised by that. I was so excited to see it. Um, so we've confirmed that we're doing a Survive Block Island season two yeah. that's going <coughs> to premiere September 16th and it's going to feature Gavin and Michael. All right. <laughs> <laughs> they had a little teaser there with the summer boys or that, summer boys. That was fun to record. We were just, but there was like a, a script, but we didn't use it at all. We, <laughs> we were just like, oh, you know, summer boys. And then we're just <laughs> like ad-libbing back and forth. And uh, Trevor was like, oh, I'll cue you for, like, the explosion. Yeah. And we would, I was, like, mid-sentence, and Trevor goes, boom! And I just looked at him, and I was like... And I looked at him too long, I was like, oh, I'm not, rea- I'm not saying anything in reaction. And Michael was reacting, so I just go, I was looking the wrong way! And, I <laughs> Whoa! and then they animated that in. That's, like, yeah. a part of the thing now. It was very funny. Um, I'm really... I, I said this last time. 
I believe when we were talking about Block Island. I'm so excited to see other people play that game. Yes. And like how completely new players and teams and everything and challenges, how those play out and to see like what people's strategies are. Well, especially also now, I think they have season one to get an idea of how things went down as well. Like, I also wonder if people are going to watch season, like if they haven't already watched season one before going into filming season two. I, I, I think it would be dumb if they didn't. Yeah, I think uh, so There's a lot you can learn, I think, by watching that first season. Mm-hmm. I think even when we were filming it, you know, when we were doing season one, even having seen a lot of Survivor and a lot of reality shows, there were many times where it's like, I don't know what the right move is here. Yeah. Like, I'm, 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 ki- like, I'm kind of lost. I'm kind of over my head trying to figure, trying to manage all of this and I figure definitely, it out. A lot of my strategy was based off watching shows like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I didn't realize that there's like a group of people like Fredo, you, Trevor, Gav? I, I think Gav, Meg. You guys are all like obsessed with those reality shows. Yeah, well, Survivor in particular. Um, I remember talking about it on the podcast like a year or two ago, mm. and like I think at that point you and Fredo and, and everyone never really watched it. And then like yeah, I'd never seen it. I think you guys started on a season and just like immediately got hooked, right, or something like that. And yeah, then we started on twenty something. Yeah, like 19 or 20. I think it was one of the ones that was on Netflix, right? I think it was yeah. 20, 20 or 24. It had Spencer in it. Mm-hmm. Question for the room. Would you guys do Survivor in real life? Oh, God, no. Yeah. No. no that seems Absolutely not. <laughs> wow, no way. <laughs> um, I don't think so. I think uh, the elements alone would probably get to me a yeah. little too much. Like the rain, the constant rain. I saw um, a comment on the receipt site from someone it was i think it was a comment on the last episode of block island where uh someone was commenting i think i forget who it was someone in that last episode makes a comment about what a stressful way it was to start the year so one of the comments was like when did they film this well they were just like john it's june or it's june yeah and uh i was like yeah we filmed that i think the first week of january or the second week of january i want to say it was like the 16th oh was it okay a little, uh, somewhere around there of it was january. that middle of january then or maybe it was even earlier i maybe thought it was finished. earlier i thought it was like <clears throat> it was the seventh i thought it was the eighth let me look you might Th- be right doesn't matter it doesn't matter but now i want to look how the office was a ghost town and then hearing about like spray stray conversations about chris's fuckery i was like what was is this show the week of the 10th gotcha um, you should, you should, I know it's, we've had a lot going on. I keep telling, uh, Blaine to check it out and I'm trying to keep him spoiler free too. Yeah. Me and Kayla need to both watch it. It was, uh, yeah. it was interesting because even internally we tried to keep, even with, like you said with Blaine here, we tried to keep it spoiler free for as many people as possible Yeah, and not really say anything, anything about it. I think a lot of people who really knew were like the production team and like the cast, like people who were, you know, involved in it directly. I think I'll be first out. You think so? I don't think you will be. I so uh, we've done a lot of like first only shows and like competition shows in recent years, and many times I've been the first person out. And going into SBI, I was like, I just don't want to be the first person out. That's it. You just (laughs) you just gotta win. Yeah, just gotta win. That's it. Especially those team games. Yeah, that's what that's what that's what it comes down to. It's like you just gotta you just gotta win the challenges, and you just gotta avoid going. To uh, to the chopping block to you know to avoid any chance of elimination, just win. Hey, I won at golf. Maybe I can take there it home. Fuck, dude. <laughs> Why I was not even thinking. I was thinking about like like uh, last laugh. I forgot uh, about golf altogether. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, last laugh. I guess I was second out. Kayla was first. Uh, Jesus Christ. That that was like one of the worst. I 
Eric, I never talked to you about this. Uh-huh. I expected an apology after that. I was so fucking mad at you, Michael. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, no, we talked about it, and I said the same thing I'll say now. I have nothing to apologize what for. What happened? <laughs> what are you talking about? The the night of the golf tournament, the, the final between yeah. me and Gav, it was like I got in my head in the beginning... And then I think Chris sprayed a bottle of that baby oil. So I had to like lose my glasses and I had oil in my eyes. And Michael and Eric <laughs> were just fucking grilling me because I was choking oh, at everybody. Mercury was in retrograde and I just, my shoes were weird. And I, I couldn't, there's something wrong with the ground. You're a piece of I, shit. Every excuse, they, listen, they you got out. in your own way. I have nothing to apologize for. <laughs> you made it to the finals. You did. Congratulations <laughs> on coming in second. There was, uh, there's no winning. You that. almost did it, buddy. Nothing to apologize. I, for. I like. I could feel like I even had uh, Ezra and like another producer came up and they're like, "Hey, man, like, where's the macho man? Like, bring him back. Like, you got to step it up. It's have some fun." And I was like, "I'm just, I'm fucking, I'm dying. I, I'm a dumb, I'm dying out here, bro." And I think I even like Gavin. I was like, "I'm dying." Like, you sent the sweetest text after that. You're like, "I am so sorry about how that went." <laughs> yeah, because there were times where I was like. Man, they're just railing on Blaine. Yeah. They're just like reaming him. So I, I started to just like slap my shit around a little bit, just, just to, to like make like it more even. Oh. And then you just ding off of a, the Peter Pan statue and hole in one. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh. oh. And I'd do like a really amazing putt. And I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> you were also in character the whole time. And I remember one time you were like, I am not having a good time. <laughs> Living in a nightmare. Yeah, all of your comments became like super inward facing. <laughs> it was so true. In it was, character. It was so funny. But I like looked back it. and like, I think like one or two episodes before it was me and Lindsay and it came down to one putt and it had me do like the wrong handed putt with one arm because it was behind the, and I pull out this fucking amazing, like just kicking ass. And then that last one, I just <laughs> shit the bed, dude. Oh God. It made it entertaining at least. I don't think that yeah. last episode was entertaining. Content. It was great. Oh, I thought it was man. fun. Good times. I, I got. I, I want to do as much as I love like Survive Block Island and stuff like that. I'm excited for the future of that show. I, I miss like those. I guess we have another one coming out that I can't really talk about. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. They haven't showed a preview of it yet. But we. I think I know which one you're talking about. The one we filmed. Yeah. That recently. that kind of stuff where it's just everyone doing stupid bullshit together. So much fun to work on. Like Dude. that's like the the dream. Honestly, that I, to. I think Block Island was one of the most fun shows to be part of. Just because it was so different. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was long days. It was very long. It was long. fucking long days. Yeah. My first um, game in golf was with Fiona, and our bit was that we just had little bottles oh, of Fireball yeah. that we'd be swigging every time. <laughs> and I don't know why we used real Fireball. <laughs> like, no, we're both just hammered. We went in an Uber on the way home, just like... <laughs> I mean... <laughs> drunk on content. Fireball. Yeah. She was fucking gone. Like, you both <laughs> were just assholes. her water. That was a fun duo, you and Fee. It was great. It was sad that one of us had to go. I know. Well, it's the same thing. I played Trevor in our first round, and it was like, oh, well, this sucks because, like, one of us is obviously going to be eliminated from it. But, like, I go into shows like that, especially when it's an Achievement Hunter show where I'm like, I'm okay to get eliminated because it's an Achievement Hunter show and, like, Trevor's Achievement Hunter, and if I go out, like, that is fine with me. Um, And so I think it's great that you ended up winning, too, because it's an Achievement Hunter show. Sorry if that's a spoiler of a show that's been out for two years. <laughs> that, that was I, the other earlier, thing. Earlier, I just said I won golf. So yeah, okay, okay, cool. Well, that was I the other thing, too, because like, that just came off of last last season one, and I won that, but it was like on a technicality because me and James 
finished together, but we had the same, we had different amounts of lives. Yeah. So, and I remember the, the, at the end of the golf thing, I had a bunch of people come up and like, you need to throw the match. No one wants to see you win twice. (laughs) I don't think Eric did, but I know of who did it. And I, and I was not cool with that. It was pretty shit direction. (laughs) And that's when, that's when the hit the mind game started. (laughs) I have nothing to apologize for. There you go. You didn't say that. I know. I would never say that. You just bullied me. I would have wanted you to win that and then everything else for the next calendar year to just destroy everybody at every competition. That would have been awesome. See, I, 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 yeah, yeah, it didn't happen though. <laughs> it did not. Kind of the opposite. I didn't once consider, oh, this is an achievement hunter show. I should throw it so that no, I can no, like, not, let them. I, I was like, it's, it. all, it's the blame show. <laughs> I'm not talking about like purposely throwing anything, of course. More of just like, if you happen not to win, you're like, accepting that. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that God, that sense. night was brutal. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it raining for How a big portion it? of that shoot too? And it was like, oh, it was yeah. Oh, it was day one, up. like um, fireball day, was real wet, was and I was lying on the floor wet. a lot. Yep. It was minging, yeah, especially in that suit. This and that was, was just right before lockdown started. Dude, like week or two before. Yeah, fucking crazy. Like I remember, we were supposed to have Greg Miller on, <clears throat> and someone else I believe was supposed to come in, and like because of where they were from and like high cases and stuff already happening, they like couldn't. Yeah. It was like, it had the whole shoot had that feeling of like the storm is coming. Like you can see it on the horizon. Like let's get this film really quick. Come on. This is the last thing we're going to film. in so long. We didn't, I mean, we, I don't think we didn't realize it was going to be that long. No, no. No. Crazy amount of time. God, no. Well, I don't, I hate like going circling back to, to the COVID times, but like I remember the moment that I realized Oh, this is probably gonna go on for a while, and I just like I just remember just sinking into my couch and just like this fucking. I think stuff. it was like mid summer, yeah, mid end of summer when it's like, oh fuck, this yeah. is gonna be at this, least another year probably. This ain't slow. Thanks, down. I hate it. Thanks, I hate it. Yeah, yeah. Um, something pretty funny happened to me at the convention I was at this weekend. Blaine, you won't understand this reference. Do you remember how we pre-recorded that podcast in that room where we had like the different camera angles? Yes. Yeah. It was and a podcast that aired last week. That was filmed during a different podcast being pre-recorded. Yeah, we filmed it two weeks ago from today. And I and went into the chat, yeah. and I picked a random user to be like, watch, oh. watch out for coconuts. I was at the convention, someone comes up to the booth, and they have a coconut. And they go, I'm that one nerdy dad. No! It's me. And they had like 3D printed a coconut for me. They, he came with his family and everything like that. His two they, daughters. You met them. At, at the convention I was what at this weekend. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, that's crazy. What the fuck? Yeah, he was like, we loved it. We were dying in chat and like watching that when that happened. But yeah, it was really funny. And he gave me the coconut. So he would, he'd already seen the one. Yeah, because this, this was just this past weekend. Okay. So the one that we, with the coconut thing was just last if week. If he hadn't seen that one, he'd be like, what, what's, what's with the coconut? I know. <laughs> what am I doing? I was in the chat when that happened, when he was watching and saw it. And he was like, yeah, they told me last week, Barbara came in and said to be like aware of coconuts and then was watching as it happened. He's like, oh, this is really weird. This yeah. is having to go back. This is before, but after this, it was just the whole <laughs> beginning of that episode that was so confusing. It was perfect. You were having, oh, that's so cool. You were having none of the fact that we could have sent a message from the future that you argued with me about it. I don't want to do this again. <laughs> Afterwards, <laughs> like when you came over, you were like, we weren't in the future. <laughs> we were in the current present day. If we sent like, a message, just, it would have been to the current present people watching. 
It's a whole thing. We sent a time traveling message during a pre-tape. Yes. Because oh, okay. we were recording at this time, but it was pre-recording for the... So we were recording right. an episode while another pre-taped episode was airing, and so Barbara like, sent yeah. a message oh. to the So chat. my suggestion was we just hijack the stream. And say we're from the future. Yeah, we but cut my, into the pre-record live. My argument was that if we did that, if we cut in, it would be us just talking to the people watching that day. Uh -huh. So it's not technically the future. <clears throat> okay. It's present day. It would be... It would basically, like, basically, we're talking to the audience from the past when we do a pre-record. Right. That's what's happening. But we're in the future. Man. I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> the only thing we should talk about is uh, the Gamerhood. Oh, yeah! That's, like, another project that we have going on that I feel like we haven't talked about. Because, I guess... The Stay Farm We haven't done a podcast episode since that started coming out. Right, because it, it premiered last week. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Stay Farm Gamerhood. It is a... Weekly uh, streamed show every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central on uh, Twitch and roosterteeth.com. You could watch it on State Farm's Twitch and also all the contestants have it uh, mm -hmm. on their Twitch as well. And on roosterteeth.com and roosterteeth YouTube and Twitch and everything. Basically, you can watch it if you're on the internet. Um, <laughs> it's a, a five-part competition series where we do like all sorts of different competitions with games and like yard games and trivia and stuff like that and it is a ton of fun and probably has the catchiest theme song i think of all time <laughs> how does it go nothing goes wrong in the gamerhood good times good vibes <laughs> nothing goes wrong in the gamerhood oh it's like that. Catchy. I have listened to it uh, too many times because I had to dance to it when we were recording it. I've heard that a lot of times because <laughs> I was scrolling through Instagram and I guess all of you posted <laughs> at the exact same time. So yeah. I was like, what's the first word of it? Nothing. Uh, yeah, so it was just like, nothing, nothing. <laughs> I did a screen recording. I was like, everyone I know is in this show. Yeah. It's like Fredo, Jeremy, you, BK. Yeah. Michael. Oh, Michael. Yeah, and then there's a... Um, uh, Golden Boy is the co-host with me. If you if you know esports or anything like that, you'll know Golden Boy. He's also appeared on G4 with Fiona and stuff like that too. Uh, and then I'm Dante Berlizzi, M Montgomery, and Cipher PK. I believe are the other group of contestants. Everyone is super cool and super nice. Also looked like a really cool set and just like fun environment to be around. It, very, it was very very fun and like I'm I'm very excited for people to watch it all play through and and to see what happens on it, but. Ultimately, it's uh, State Farm is donating $100,000 to the Children's Miracle Network Hospitals in the winner's name, which nice. I think is like a very cool prize. Yeah. Because it's like at that point, it's who cares who wins because it's all for a good cause, right? I also like when like huge companies like State Farm just foot the bill for like our dumb shit. It's the best. It's like, oh, you're going to pay for us to have fun. Oh, yeah. Cool. And it's like we are part of this production that other people put on like we just got to have our people be essentially the talent on the show yeah. that this other company was putting on that's rad yeah that's really cool it was really cool well, very know. fun if we do another yeah. season you guys should be I, on I, it. I feel like i'm really happy that we have <clears throat> projects like this spinning up again like after like you talked about like talking about looking back at pandemic and having to have been isolated for so long yeah you know, even though it's um a lot of work like a lot of testing and everything and trying to make sure everyone's safe it's good that um we're all having bigger productions and able to do uh, thing, things beyond staring at a webcam. Oh, I know. Uh, right, that's right in front and of us. And this is a, a very like high production oh, value yeah. kind of show. It's, Absolutely. It was, it's very cool. So tune in every Wednesday, 
5 p.m. Eastern anywhere on Twitch, basically. Do you have the internet? That's where it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's on the I, internet. What is it? I don't understand <laughs> what it is. Like, you're the host, right? I'm a co-host, yes. You're a co-host with Golden Boy. Yes. I, I'm trying to, like... I'm trying to think of like how to sum up what it these people live in the gamerhood okay. together. I'll I'll try to explain it the best I can. Okay. So yes, there's these eight contestants who live in the gamerhood. Each person has their own house. And throughout the competition, they do rounds of trivia and gaming that gives them different amounts of points. And then they face off against Jake from State Farm what? and could wager points that they have earned if they're <clears throat> at the top of the leaderboard, that's when they battle Jake. And based on if they win against him, they could either like double their points or go back to zero or anything like that. Um, And ultimately, whoever is the top of the leaderboard at the end of the five parts of the competition gets their name, gets the donation in their name. What's it like working with Jake from State Farm? Because he's like, he's like a celebrity, but he's like, everyone knows him, but he's also like, not like, ah, give me an autograph. He, what is that? What is that like? It's so weird because it's it's almost like a cartoon character. Yeah. When you meet them because they're like his name's not I don't know if I'm allowed to say, but his real <laughs> name is not Jake. What? Cuz Oh, so what part is I guess what but I'm we all called him about Jake. is that Michael keeps telling me that the prize is that you're friends with Jake from State Farm. That's that's <laughs> I think what Michael is playing for. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's not what the prize is. No, I mean, (laughs) I think that's like the secondary motive as to why people because you get to play against Jake if you're at the top of the leaderboard, which I think everyone wants me that he's like, yeah, yeah, it's competition. The winner gets to be friends with Jake from State Farm. So, uh, you know, I got a lot to lose, but I got a lot to gain. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I think Michael was bummed because he sent me a picture of him. And Jake from State Farm, and I just I was like, "Who's that?" <laughs> and, he, and he was like, "He was like, is Jake from State Farm?" I was like, "What State Farm?" He's like, "Forget it, you're foreign." You picked like, the wrong person to talk to about that. No, he oh. he's super nice though. But it is, I heard nothing but great things. Yeah, we I, I remember when we we did like a, a first meeting to get to know everybody and stuff like that, and like a walkthrough of the set and stuff like that, and uh, everyone was like taking pictures with Jake. And he was just like the chillest person, but it was like you are like a cartoon character. Yeah, because he's in his like red shirt, red shirt, and shit. khakis, and everything like that. He did wear khakis wow. the whole time, whether it was pants form or short form. Commitment, of course. So yeah, tune in. It was a very fun, very fun time, and it will be continue to be fun. Yeah. How long is that going to go on for? Did you say five five parts? So we just had the first part. It's basically every Wednesday in June. Okay. So. Yep. Yeah, got it. Got a little while to go. Um, Nothing goes wrong in the game. <laughs> you, you can't scroll past it now. <laughs> I still wish that Rooster Teeth would greenlight my show where I have a room filled with twelve men and I give one of them a Viagra. Stop! You're just. This is such a good idea. Can we actually do that? Is do that? It, do it, do it. Can we get that sponsored? And then you have to figure out who's got who's got the Viagra. <laughs> It's just stop. Why? Move on. <laughs> Get a new idea. I've been pitching this for years, and no one will. Why did not just fund it yourself? Yeah. Just do it outside. You know what? Let's do it. Let's yeah, go let's film go it. find twelve guys and give one of them Viagra. Yeah, and then we'll film it and say this is for our new project. Look, more than twelve guys showed up to your birthday. Just pick some of them. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and Gus, you'll be there too, won't you? Uh oh. <laughs> 
good stuff. Uh, yeah, good times. Wait, I, <laughs> <laughs> um, man, uh, I, I feel like we, you know, we we kind of talked about all of the different new shows that are out and everything that's going on. I feel like we kind of danced around talking about Kenobi, and I'm shocked you didn't want to talk about it more or bring it up more. I'm in a weird position with Star Wars, where I know that this sounds like a fucking never gonna happen dream but i want to work on a star wars project at some point in my life so i'm always very reluctant to (coughs) shit talk and it's also a matter of the entire series isn't out yet so i don't want to judge it too soon so you want to shit talk is what you're saying there's a couple of things where i'm like there and i've been saying this from the beginning in episode four vader's like when i left you i was a learner and now i'm the master you're talking about a new hope yeah, and and just based off of, and I don't want to give too much into spoilers in case people haven't seen it, but like based off of how that dynamic between Kenobi and Vader is going on in, in the show and stuff, it's it's not following along with that, and it kind of bugs me. And then they're they're also doing just some weird stuff with like Vader's power level, and it's it's like Vader could fucking wipe the floor with a lot of dudes and stuff, but they're doing stuff where it's like oh. He, I think it, he was separated by a big fire. You're like, reaching that point where you're having like this was always I felt like the danger zone that they're in now where you're trying to reconcile the powers of the Jedi as shown in the prequels versus the power of the Jedi as shown at the start of A New Hope. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Whereas like there's a big gap in that. And it's like how do you get from these like practically demigods to just like that real lame low energy lightsaber fight. What's that? Who's directing? Deborah Chow. She did. She did some of the better episodes of Mandalorian, and okay. she's she's fucking great. But like I, you know, that being said though, like Yoda lifted an X-wing, so it's not like their Jedi aren't like dog shit. You know, by the time that the new. So you just the, want it to not. You want it to like very closely match everything that was said in the films because that's like the core material. If like it if was it deviates from that, then it's you're not happy with it. If it was my, if I had my druthers, Kenobi and Vader wouldn't have met. It would have been the last time that they saw each other was when he was burning on Mustafar, mm. and then they see each other again in like on the Death Star. I only have seen the first two episodes of Kenobi. Mm-hmm. I think they're out three. Three. I think they're okay. at three. Yeah. Before it's coming out Wednesday. Um. But I was the reason I asked who the director was is because there are some moments in the show that really threw me off and like made me like be taken out of it. One in particular was the chase scene <laughs> with Princess Leia. Dude. Yeah. Where it's like, here are these two professional assassin killer hunter people who can't catch a, a little girl. A little ten year old girl. And it's like she like runs under a tree and then one of them like bumps into it and they're like, oh. They see the tree and then they bump their shoulder into it. And if, I don't know, I'm not saying I'm better than Deborah Chow. She's fucking great. She's killing it. But it just the, seems that like they been, could have faked it a bit better. Dude, on, if I were on set, I'd be like, okay, learned a lot. Let's take that again. Um, <laughs> learned a lot. <laughs> like, let's get a stunt person in and then they'll get like clothesline because they didn't see the tree. Or I, I'd do like anything but that take. And it was, yeah. <laughs> it was but, just, it, yeah. Stuff like that. There's a few scenes like that. And even with um, Kenobi and Leia in the marketplace area, mm-hmm. like them kind of going through and like not being as stealthy as they should have been in a scenario like that where everyone's looking for them. I don't know. It was just... Yeah. But overall, you happy exists over it not existing? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I love watching Ewan McGregor, and I like that they're giving Hayden Christensen the chance to... I don't like think that he... I don't know. 
it's nice that he's getting a second whack at it, even if it's like a little bit more subtle. And he's like, he's got the costume on and stuff like that. Like you can notice in the close-ups, like that's Hayden Christensen acting. And something that I thought I thought was interesting is like, <clears throat> I'm getting the sense that it's it's Anakin in the suit more so than I have before because it's it, it always felt very black and white to me. Like, oh, that's Anakin. Oh, that's mm-hmm. Vader. But now it feels like there's something in the performance and there's something in the way knowing that it's Hayden Christensen in the suit and a lot of those shots. They're like, oh, that feels like Anakin. Like he hasn't fully gone to the Vader, Vader that Did you know. Did you find it weird that the moment he got burned, they stuffed him into the Vader suit? What do you mean? Like, I felt like that would have been a longer process of like... Something else Recovery or like some sort of pod to keep him alive. It's like they had the whole suit ready. Don't they put him in a back-to-tank first? Did they? And no, in the, or do they put him straight into I the... I mean, he's going in, like, charred into the suit. They have him, They have him like, in, like, it's a pod that's floating, and it's very similar to the pod that Padme's in whenever she's delivering the babies. But, like, so the Vader suit, and they get into this in, like, the extent, expanded, like, the lore stuff. The Vader suit's designed to make it painful for him to live in that suit. Like, Anakin's, Why? like, in pain in the Vader suit, because he, 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 he makes him more evil. He's like, he's in pain and pain, oh, you know, yeah. creates more So were like, they going to put him in that side. suit before he got all smashed up and charred? They, did they have the suit ready? What was the suit yeah, ready it was, for? It like, was the suit existed. engineered and ready to go. And I thought, well, that's what surprised the me the most about episode three is I was like, oh, like, that's it? He's Vader now? Uh-huh. Like, he's gone, that's it? Well, they no, had like, to, yeah, I just looked, you're right, I'm watching the scene. <laughs> they put his charred body on the table. It's like and they then wheeled the him off the, the floor and him. put him into the suit. Yeah. yeah. That was what was the most surprising thing to me. Maybe they were just working on a suit for anyone. <laughs> <laughs> just in like, case. Just in case someone gets, you know, hurt enough that they can't live on their own. <laughs> and we got to keep them in pain. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, uh, according to Legends, like, all of that stuff is, like, it's Sith technology and Sith, you know, this and that. So it's, like, I I, I don't know. Maybe Palpatine predicted that. Certain, like, do a, Sith have scientists and technology? I thought it was always two. No, I, well, so, like, that's before the rule of two was established that, like, the Sith were more uh. of a, like, race. Uh. They even, they talk about it in Rebels. There's, like, a whole planet uh, where it's just, like, just fucking charred bodies. It's kind of like... Uh, Looks like the the aftermath of like a nuclear explosion or something like that, but it's like this just battlefield, all these charred bodies, and like it's like the Sith homeworld and shit. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm getting that mixed up. I don't know. It's pretty cool. But the rule too, it, it, so the Inquisitors that are in the show, they're constantly fucking bickering and trying to get the favor of Vader. That's why the rule two exists, because otherwise all the dark side users would be like, I'm I'm the leader, I'm the best one. Mm. So they have to have that order, and that's how they they have to kill it. everyone but two. Right, but then like they have like dark side users, so they can finagle other people with red lights. I'm gonna take a montage of Star Wars clips of like really dark things happening, like Anakin's charred body being put into Vader, yeah. and put it to nothing goes wrong <laughs> in the game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well let's go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, thanks for watching, everybody. We'll uh, see you all again next week, and uh, we'll see you all in a couple weeks at RTX. Woo-hoo! Bye. Type the credits. <laughs>